Who goes first? Me? Okay. So this is episode 15? I don't know. Yes, Brooke brought us a topic of... Of, okay. So our topic today is uh, kind of various. Uh, we're going to start with feminism, like the whole toxic masculinity thing that we have going on right now. So I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I came across this post. And it says, men... You do realize that when you tell a woman on the street to smile, what you're actually saying is stop feeling whatever you're feeling and look pretty for me. <laughs> I have a hard time with that one because I would think when I if I say like smile and I do like my goofy ass smile, it works on like probably 70% of people. They're like at least get like a little reaction and they're like, no, I'm pissed. Like They might go back. <laughs> well, I just want them to like feel better. Like, if you smile, you're going to be in a better mood, So you want probably. them to stop how they're feeling and feel better? You piece of <laughs> shit. Man. I want them to feel better for me, <laughs> yeah. specifically. Yes, so they look pretty, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's what I'm caring about. I mean, I, I've literally never thought about it that way, like, because that's happened to me more than once, like, when I'm out, like, doing whatever I'm doing, and some guy's like, oh, you should smile. Like, I've never thought that. He thinks that I should stop feeling what I'm feeling and, like, smile so I'm pretty. It's just, like, when you smile, you're actually happier, right? It yeah. activates, like, hormones in your body that actually makes you happy. I, I've never taken it that way at all whatsoever. And I, I, I really don't get how other women do. Like, how are you that angry with men? <laughs> that seems like a weird place to to live, you know, if, if you think that way. Honestly, I've never told a woman to smile before. I, I think I like them better when they're angry, <laughs> when they look angry. You know, maybe they're not angry. Maybe they're sad. Uh, and, and maybe they're just thinking, right? But I, And I think that it's like a older generation kind of thing, and I really don't think that their intention is ever for you to stop feeling what you're feeling and look pretty for them. I think it's just... Kind of I, like an old guy thing. I think so, too. And honestly, I think it is, for some guys, a way to, to maybe start a conversation with a woman. Absolutely. Yes. If if women told me to smile, I'd just tell them to go fuck themselves. Be like, <laughs> not doing no. that shit. If some hot girl is like, hey, you should smile, you would, like, from ear to ear smile. You'd be like, give me a reason. <laughs> yeah. But that's fantasy land. It's never going to be a hot girl. <laughs> it's always going to be some. She's got a thing. <laughs> Like Quasimodo or something. Well, yeah, maybe. What else we got? Oh, I, I found so many things that just completely boggled my mind. Like, we're getting Oh, there. what was the first? Can we do the first impressions? First impressions. Uh, the first impression that I'm looking for in a girl? Oh, Yes. Let's so do that, that. that. Yeah, that definitely was a Reddit post. Like, what do men look for in women? And it was like kindness and personality. <laughs> Here's my you thing. You can't even say it seriously as like, like a first impression. What is the first thing you notice about a female when you are out? Her face, her butt, or her boobs. There's, those, there's are the, a, those are one of the three. There's a clue, and it says... What is the first thing you look for in a woman? <laughs> to With me, that's eyes. a clue. So Ray Charles had nothing on this topic, or he that maybe he made that post. What is the first thing that you grab for? 
<laughs> no, like that'd be his qualities, right? And yeah. a first impression, because maybe he can experience one of those, but he can't see any of the first three we just said. Hey, I saw an interview with a guy. He was blind, but he reviewed mu- movies, and he would listen. He would listen to a woman's <laughs> voice to determine whether or not he thought they were sexy. Oh, we, I thought that was interesting. I can't say what else. I mean, that's a great world to live in, though. If somebody can, has a good voice, there. And if he never meets them, it'll probably work. But like this job I had before, I don't even want to say where I was at. But we had this receptionist that had this voice that you're like, because she would like transfer calls and stuff, and you're mm-hmm. like, "There's no way she's not a smoke show." Mm-hmm. And she was not a smoke show. No. Like, <laughs> but but like the like if she said something dirt like i don't know but if all of a sudden like your phone rang and she started saying dirty shit it's 100 percent one of those one nine hundred calls yeah right so masturbation is easier if you're blind because you just listen to voices and you're like oh maybe you can concentrate more on the voice <laughs> yeah i guess just fucking next thing you know they're watching the view <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, i don't think anybody's voice on the view is sexy well, I mean, you don't know what a blind person feels. How dare you? <laughs> oh, shit. Whoopi Goldberg uh, begs to differ. Yeah. Hey. So I'm drinking something new tonight. It's the uh, Natural Light Seltzer Catalina Lime Mixer. It was such a good pun. You're not going to not buy that one time. Yeah. Pow. Right? <laughs> yeah. You are like the best advertiser ever. I'm not even advertising because I had to pay the full fucking price. If they want to give me this shit for free, I would drink it again. But there's a lot of shit I'll probably well, drink if you gave it to me for they, free. That you'd no, be willing what, to pay full price for something. Which the, one is that? Just on the pun. This is the Natural Light Seltzer Catalina Lime Mixer. Oh, let me taste it. Give it a whirl. She's taking a drink now. She's pondering the flavors. She's gives it a nod. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's definitely good. That's up there with like White Claw, Truly, that kind of thing. At, uh, at Swig the other day, they had um, – I didn't even know that Odd Side Ales made seltzers, but they have a grape one, which oh. like most places – like I like grape-flavored stuff. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it tastes like cough syrup or whatever. It tastes like purple to me. <laughs> anyway, this one's very purple-tasting. But uh, – they bring out the glass of it, and it looks like fucking water. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's clear. Like, I was like, well, this is the first time I think I've drank one of these not in a can. So, like, when it sat there next to, like, a beer, I was like, this is fucking we- kind of weird. And yeah. then I drank it, and it was, like, super delicious. I think oh. if it was clear, it would kind of ruin it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it kind of did. It should be purple. It's kind of like the Truly on Tap. Have you had Truly on Tap? No. That shit is amazing. It's like even better than Truly in a can. You just got to bring your own colors. Like, <laughs> and then like, like right as soon as the, the bartender gives you your drink, as soon as they turn around, you're just like, and you well, put one on, drop got, in it. I got to get the right ratio of blue to red here. <laughs> this is a science. I think they make purple dyes now. Oh, okay, good. I would imagine we don't have to use primary colors anymore, right? Yeah, no more mixing the red and blue. They just have purple for you. (laughs) Oh, it tastes so much better when it's purple. I bet you there is something to that, though, right? Because do you remember when they did Pepsi? They did a clear Pepsi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People didn't like it. Did it it taste the the same? I don't remember. They add color to make the – like it tastes the exact same as far as I know. It was like an experiment. 
right? Yeah, it did taste the exact same, but it, it right, it was weird because there was no like caramel color in it. Right. So put this molecule anyway. in it that makes it brown, so that way my brain can go, ah, this is going to be refreshing. Yeah. Or something that makes it look like I'm not just drinking straight rum. I agree. <laughs> you know, when you make your rum and coke, and then you put this clear fucking coke in it, it's like, huh? <laughs> what are you drinking? An ice water? Yep. <laughs> Exactly. It's you not. let somebody take a drink, they're like, fuck. <laughs> All right. So the next Facebook post that I saved, because, like, I spent way too long saving pa- Facebook posts from people that post this stuff, it was, is she being rude or have you been socially conditioned into believing that women should be warm, positive, and friendly at all times and are uncomfortable when they don't adhere to that behavior? I really I was, like when... <laughs> Because you haven't even given your opinion yet. But when you start reading it like that, I already know your opinion. <laughs> That's the best part. Oh, maybe I had too much to drink. Uh, uh, like, I don't know how these women grew up, right? Like, I can't, like, judge, like, what your life was like. But I was raised in a household. My, I had an older brother and a younger brother. I did have an older sister and a younger sister. But I was, like, the middle so I was raised with boys. I was raised with a dad who thought that I could do whatever, right? So that's been me my entire life. Like, if something needed to be fixed, if, like, my dad worked, like, 70 hours a week. So if my mom's Damn. car messed up, it was like, hey, the starter's fucked up. Like, you're going to climb under there. It's right to the left, up a little bit, and you're going to take that off, take it to the parts store, and go get another one. And I'm like... Okay, I got this. Damn. Right? Make sure you get some blinker fluid while you're there. (laughs) That is such a dad joke. But that is another issue. Like, every time I walk into the parts store, like, the last time I went in there, I had to get power steering fluid and brake fluid for my car because somebody was driving it and didn't notice that it was low. Anyway, get up to the counter with my stuff, and dude is like... Oh, are you on a run for somebody? Oh. And <laughs> Did I'm you about like, come across the counter, Adam? I'm like, uh, that's a good question. No, this is like <laughs> that's a good question. Stuff no. for my car. Like, what? What do you mean? He's like, well, usually when girls like you come in, it's for a run for somebody, and I'm like. Girls like you. What an like, asshole! Because you're attractive. What, I mean, what, like what to him, probably attractive, right? right? Yeah. Like. I don't know. I just think it's going back to like the person that wrote this and like what they said in that post. Some I heard this last week and it's like the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So like it could be you broke your toe or it could be that you had to, you know, three separate times you got dropped back off in your country in Africa while you're trying to like make it to Europe. Or like you right. walked One in of on those your UFC parents fighters. having sex with your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, something like that, it could easily be the worst. Or maybe it's not the worst. Maybe like that's just on sure. the spectrum at that point. But I'm just saying, like, we all have a scale. Like, every time something yeah. bad happens, you relate it to the worst thing that's happened to you or, like, something similar. And then that's, like, where we reference it. So, like, the, I would imagine you talking about you how you grew up and this person saying this event, and we'll get back to that event here in a second, is just like, I bet you they didn't have to climb under a car. I bet you, like, they haven't had very much, very many bad things on the scale of, like, you're dying in another country com- 
compared to like the best day of your life, whatever that scale is of humanity, like their range in that scale is probably pretty tight. Right. Like it's probably pretty small. So Brooke, this interaction when that happened to you, did that ruin your whole day? Not, not at all. I laughed and I'm like, like, I'm so glad that I can change your perspective of like what you think of like me as a type of girl walking in there to get (laughs) basic shit to put in my car. Right. Like, I'm, I'm glad he got that perspective, and I hope he doesn't say that to anybody else. Like, so what? Yeah. What is the mentality of someone like that walks he, in there and gets offended by that? Then, and maybe that's a pick. That's, maybe that's, that's a, a great topic. Like, why are you offended by that? Like, I laughed it off. I'm like, right. okay. So the majority of the women that come in here and like buy menial stuff for their car. They think they're buying it for, like, some dude that's fixing it. Like, okay, like. Or maybe in his 100 encounters, 95 of them, that's what it was. Sure. And even in those encounters, he said the same thing, just trying to start a conversation, hoping it wasn't your boyfriend, and maybe you would want to go get a beer after he gets off. Yeah, there you go. I mean, so, like, he's not an asshole, right? Just like you were saying, like, the getting people to smile. And, and I didn't think he was an asshole. It's just a move at all. Well, no, whatsoever. but I'm saying, like, that in was general, just his experience with like the people that came in here. And maybe it wasn't the experience, but he says it because it's kind of like a fun cultural assumption. And now you're talking about it. Like, right. no, I work on all my own stuff. I drive this. Oh yeah, I have a car that's like that. And now next thing you know, you're, you know, accidentally pregnant three days later. <laughs> <and> <laughs> But, and that literally is not the only time that's happened to me. Like, usually I go to the auto place in Temperance because I know the guy that works at the counter. He's known me for, like, 20 years. So he's like, yeah, what do you want, right? So it's cool. But, like, even there, I walked in one day, and the owner waited on me, and I'm like, you know, I need uh, my oil filter for my Dodge Durango. And he was, like, in this, like sing-songy voice he was like do you know what kind of engine you have and i'm like it's it's a hemi you asshole that's his what kind of engine do you have voice he says that to everyone if i go in there i I bet i get that voice 20 bucks he does not ask you in that i mean i'll do it and record it just for the fun of it i I just really wanted to be like well it's dark blue does that help (laughs) that would be great Oh. I, Brad, I think you're onto something though, because maybe people get offended by stuff like that because they've never had something bad happen to them. So they're looking for. A, a, but to them, it is complaint. bad. So I'm giving them the out too. Like I'm yeah. saying, like to them, it's the worst shit. But maybe life is pretty good. Yeah. I I think these days like people we, get offended over literally everything but i would say it's probably just because they've had it pretty good and like you know obviously like the hardest thing that's happened to me like what i don't even i can't really it'd take me a while to figure out what that is and whether i want to share it right Divorce? yeah that was probably the hardest yeah i mean i was sad about that for a while but it's just one of those things that's like you know maybe a 19 year old kid who grew up like I did, right? Mm-hmm. Like parents helped with this, helped with that. Like right. you do sports. Um, both parents are at home, you know. That's way – like whatever the worst thing was there is probably way different than a divorce, right? Like where you have to figure it out. You have to now see your kid a couple right. days every two weeks, you know, whatever it is. So I 
I get how that, like that person's comment could be excitable to people who have had what we would all consider like real tribulations. But at the same time, if we think about it, like maybe they get a little bit of an out for it. And, and there really has been many times in my life, like especially with my dad making me fix stuff, right? Where I walked into a parts store where I'm like, oh, I need this. Right. Sure. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Everybody starts and, somewhere. And they're like super helpful and amazing. I've never really, and I don't consider that a negative encounter with somebody. Oh, like for I've sure. never really had an, a negative encounter with a guy when it comes to doing something like that. They've always been more than helpful when I've struggled with like figuring stuff out, right? First thing yeah. you need to do is smile. Okay. <laughs> Second thing, I'll take you to the oil filter lane. <laughs> yeah, like fuck it. He like the dude's like rolling up his sleeves and shit. He's fucking grabbing tools and a fucking creeper. You know, as long as he doesn't say creepily. Let's like see the what's Joker. under the. Let's see what's under the hood. <laughs> and and really, that does happen to females. So well, like, I'm sure. Yes, men are no, creepy I'm, as fuck. Sometimes you're like, uh, yeah, you're right. No. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes me wonder, like, because it really doesn't happen that often, but you have that, like, section of men that feel like they can say that weird shit to you. Like, how were you raised? Like, what was your mother doing I think, in your life? You know what? I think, this, go ahead. I think not getting pussy makes men crazy. It does. And they're like, hey, all right, I'm, I haven't gotten pussy for a long time. I'm going to start trying <laughs> shit. And they're just fucking throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks they don't know that's very true okay but the other thing that sucks is just being i'm fuck i'm awkward in my own ways right everyone is or maybe not i just say that to make myself feel better but the worst is when i say some shit and then as soon as i said it i'm like man i wish i could recall recall that because it sounded super creepy <laughs> that is the worst uh, like you said like ch- let's get let's see what's under the hood like i could totally picture myself saying that and being like <laughs> like 100% rated G genuine about it. yeah yes and just being like, as soon as I said it, just be like, and then I'd have to like explain my way out of it to where it is weird now. Imagine it's a hundred. We're in the realm of weird uh, uh, for uh, sure. All right, so I have another one that I saved from Facebook. Honestly, the best marketing scheme in history is men successfully getting away with calling women the in quotes more emotional gender for like eons because they successfully. Rebranded anger as not an emotion. I almost can't say anything to that one. What? Like, I don't like, even have like say it again because like I it doesn't make any sense to me because I would argue that I'm as emotional or more. I would categorize myself as more emotional than most of the men that I know. I, I would agree with that. Hey, chill. Fucking chill out. All right. I can say that shit. I I think when you have a good relationship with a male and they're comfortable with you, then they're comfortable with sharing their emotions. So there's that. Like, I I know. And I'm joking. I don't care what you say. I know a lot of emotional men in my life. Like, I had one texting me last night. And, like, he's very emotional and very – that. And there's a lot of them. I think society doesn't allow men to be emotional, and I think that's sad. Like, I think we are all human, and we should all be able to express our emotions without being judged for it, right? 
Yeah. Like, that's a thing. But I don't know where, like, these women are coming from where, like, the men in the world are angry. Where are all of these angry men? Because I don't know any. What What I don't like about these posts is how they're always positioning the woman as the victim. Now, yes, anger isn't really considered... I mean, I think it still is considered a... Emo- to me, anger is considered more of a negative emotion. Yes, like, I feel it is. like it's still an emotion. It's an emotion, right, but it's considered negative, where, you know, sometimes anger is the only way that we can let off some steam, let's say. And anger kind of makes you wake up in the morning, and, right? And, like, I took anger management. Like, a little bit of anger is what gets you through your day. But if you get angry in the wrong situation, you could get fired from your job. If you cry at your job, do you think you would get fired? <laughs> no. No. It seems like it's being... I don't know. It like it's it's picking, and it, it's not looking at anger holistically. It's just looking at one aspect of anger. Oh yeah, it's not considered an emotion, but at the same time, there's a lot of negatives that come along with with being angry. Well, I'd say like from my experience, it was tough. It's like my dad is not good at like both handling situations or emotions because his dad killed himself when he was twelve. Mm-hmm. So like he's pretty much been on his own like i i don't know at what point my dad or my grandfather and my grandmother like separated i know it was like when my dad was real young and then i think maybe around that time he killed himself my grandma was with somebody else or got like they had been separated for since i think my dad was like two so it's not like my grandma got with somebody else and like that's why he killed himself like it was just it was very unrelated i'm just trying to figure out the timeline but what I'm saying is, like, I don't think, like, that fit. Like, having another man come into the house, I don't think that really fit with my dad. Like, yeah, they did some stuff together, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to accept you as, like, the dad sure. figure and learn that. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm bringing it up. So, like, even with me and my brother, like, he doesn't know what the fuck to tell us half the time. He's like, dude, nobody, like, told me anything. Yeah, sure. Like, because, like, you know, a couple months ago, I had we had this, like, big heart-to-heart and I was like, you know, I kind of said, what the fuck about some stuff. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're the one reading books and shit. He's like, tell me what I should be doing now because we didn't know to read books or listen to podcast. You know, he knows that I'm like always trying to absorb information. And he's like, you know, I didn't have a man in my life. And then my mom got pregnant with me when they were each like, 22 and 23 and they got married like a month or two later it's like that's what they did they yeah. tried to make that part of it work you they didn't get married at that time yeah so i don't we gotta i think it's i think it is changing a lot though i, I think i think, I think men express themselves differently sometimes we say the opposite of what we mean but i think in reality men know that they mean you know there's more meaning behind something if i call you a fucking douchebag it's not. It's it's almost a term of endearment. But if we were to actually use a term of endearment, it would feel icky. I it still, just doesn't I feel still right. use them. So I then people you, say that we're being toxic. When in reality, it's a language that we've come up with, that we're comfortable with, and, and it does express some sort of ugh, feeling. Well, Jordan Peterson categorized it as like men testing out other men. Yeah. If you get bent out of shape about that, if some real shit happens. I already know you're not my dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you get bent out of shape because somebody calls you, like, squeaky or fucking, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, a nickname, but 
Like, if you get bent out of shape over that, when the real shit starts, we just know, like, that dude's gone. I almost like, wonder... He doesn't have our back. If there's, like, a maybe a biological um, reason why we do stuff like that. Like, it's we're, like we're constantly testing yeah. each other. All right, if I can call you a fucking idiot without you getting mad, <laughs> yeah. then I know that you're, you know, good enough to be in my circle or yeah. something like that. But then the thing, have you ever noticed that? Like, as soon as the guy leaves the room, everyone's like, man, he's really, I like that guy. Yeah. But they can't say it. Like you said, not being comfortable with saying it to them because now all of a sudden everybody, you know, sure. says something crude about you wanting to have sex with them because that's where it always goes. Now, I've heard people say the opposite about women where, you know, to each other's face, they're very, like, polite. Then as soon as she leaves the room, oh, that fucking bitch. Oh, it is so like that. Like, with females... So very much, which is uh, sad, right? Like, women are so much more judgmental than men, I think, right? But I'm not a man, so I don't really know. But that really is how it is. Like, we hang out with somebody, and I'm not like this because I'm not a petty bitch. But there are a lot of women that are like that. Like, we hang out with somebody, and as soon as they leave, they're like, oh, my God, did you see what she's wearing? Like... She was doing this. She was doing that. And I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like. But, yeah. It's almost like it's out of boredom or like for your own security. Because that, I feel like that, I've seen that same thing happen with a control room set, set up, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and it is definitely an I've caught myself thing, in it and it sucks. Right? right. Well, we're all human. But. Are women competitive with other women? Like constantly? Uh, I, I think if you're insecure, you're absolutely competitive with other women, right? You're sizing them up to see, like, how they compare to you in your own mind kind of thing. Like, I've been there. I went to high school. You're like, okay, this bitch, like, she's way hotter than I am. Like, how do I win this? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, I was going to say something earlier. I don't know if we were recording at this point. We were talking about, like, uh, the different prophylactics like guys getting a vasectomy versus i don't know if we wanted to get into that on here but oh we absolutely can. something i wanted to say is i heard something recently about um a lot of the hormones that they use to like in birth control to like i think it like it's kind of like a cheat code for the female body to like they think they're already pregnant that ends up making them seek out like very um like aggressive like risk-taking men so I don't know. I heard something about I, that. So I, it's like I've because right up on that. because like it's tricking the body into thinking like you're already pregnant. The signaling. Right. So like now I need an aggressive person to like protect, protect my kid. Protect me. Oh, uh, interesting. And, and I totally get that. The the thing about hormonal birth control, other than that, is it makes you gain weight, right? Sure. Because your body thinks that you're pregnant, but right. also like uh, makes you more predisposed to gallbladder disease when you're older, gallstones, stuff like that, which is not fun, and uh, cervical cancer and blood clots. Like, and there's all these statistics out there for these people. Like, I've seen it in my line of work before I came to where I am, the amount of people that have gotten blood clots just from being on birth control is just insane, and it totally changes your life, right? Because it damages the valves in your veins. Now you have swelling all the time. Like, this is entirely another topic. That no, no, it's fine. Because it's, it's, it's all interesting because awful. we're starting to, I think, science has been a certain way for the last 20, 
20, 30 years, but now they're starting to realize a lot of the mechanisms are because of survival things that we did before civilization existed. And that that's interesting to me. It is very interesting. I, th- I think the problem that we have today is that pharmaceutical companies are so powerful, like money and advertising and stuff like that, that they just bury this information and people don't know about it. And, you know, they put what? their kids on birth control just to control their hormones yeah. when there are, like, natural ways you can do that. Right. That are just so much more... Well, and, and like healthy. most medicines are from a plant, right? So, at least as far as I understand, some of them are synthesized from, oh, I have this carbon molecule and I mix it with this and, that there you know, are like LSD or something like that. Pharmaceuticals that are copies of... Well, in the case of birth yes. control, it's human Or, or they, it's derived from a plant, like yeah. the pain medicines it's, are derived from right. like the it's, opium. It's and like then, a copy of that. It's not derived from that it doesn't actually come from that it's just a copy of it no i think it does i think like the codeine like codeine pills or like uh oxycodone stuff like that i think it all starts with the opium plant but like your fentanyl i believe that's a synthetic like that's just synthesized with like i have a tube of argon and like Mm. i'm just making up you know, I'm just making up chemicals <laughs> off the periodic table and like, I don't know what they put with that stuff, but I'm just saying like, maybe just the plants themselves are better. You know, if you just took that or maybe some of the things they've actually, it's a little better because they've taken away a side effect, but like, what was the side effect and can I try it as just a plant? And if I'm good with the side effect, like why would I risk all these other ones? The ones you... The ones I'm susceptible to now versus like, oh, I, t- I have a loose shit here or there. It's like. I, I, I think in general, like the more natural you can go, the better. Uh, maca root for balancing hormones is so much better than putting your child on birth control, right? Mm. There's literally no side effects. Balances the hormones. You don't have the breakouts, like all T- of that stuff. Tell me about this five year, five or t- hopefully ten years from now. My child's eight. I don't want to get into trying to balance uh, okay. hormones. Okay, so hit me, hit me up like ten years from now when that because you're. I'm sure it's much closer. That she'll be dealing with. Your ex-wife's a pharmacist, so I'm sure she's very pro pharmaceuticals. I can't right? speak to where she's at, but like you know, she wants to give her melatonin and stuff to go to bed. If they had, and I've been, had my kid on a placebo for a year now. And I got into debate with my kid, and I said, you know you've been eating something fake, right? And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, for a year. You have not – I have not given you melatonin because I don't – like I think you're just saying you need this. Right. And I haven't even told her mom about it because I think her mom's going to like – I don't know. Which, maybe I'm just speculating. I should just tell her like, hey, I've had her on a you placebo. Know, I, yes. What is it? Oh, I've been giving her these little peanut butter – you know, like um, when you bake and there's chocolate chips? Yeah. They have peanut butter chips. Yeah. I've literally given her a peanut butter chip at fucking bedtime. Every yeah, fucking night I've had her for the last year and told her it was her nighttime That's why medicine. she wants it because it's delicious. Yeah, but no, she thinks she needs it to fall asleep, and that's where my issue yeah. lies. Yep. And telling a kid, telling an eight-year-old she's been on a placebo, like she doesn't fucking understand that. <laughs> she doesn't understand that. Uh, not at all. Look, if, if, if you could take birth control, let's, I mean... No, we're keep going. Now, so we can get keep we, going. we can get vasectomies, but it's, if you were twenty and you could take a pill that would allow you to shoot loads without having kids, would you do it? But the side effects are similar to what Brooke mentioned. 
Which for females, like when you take birth control, you gain weight, you uh, your sex drive goes down considerably. I probably needed that <laughs> when I was seventeen to twenty. Jesus. Like being I, I was with my ex wife at the time. She probably would have like made me take two a day. I'd probably start a company or something, you know, I'd probably be working in software development now. If that were the case. Such a huge distraction. Yeah, I mean it. It takes up a whole thirty I, seconds to the day. I probably, I probably would have. <laughs> it takes up the whole thirty seconds of the day. Like, what do you mean all the time? It's, it sucks that there's no male birth control. Uh, and that does suck because I, they have, like, I have seen that it's in development, so it's like another five years out. I, but I I've bet seen you that to get, years. I bet you to turn it off, it creates a bunch of other issues. What's like weird? What? the, the, the way the hormones work and a guy is like so interconnected that I bet you as soon as they can turn off like the actually putting uh, gametes in there you fucking grow like start right. to have like that uh, gyno or gynomastia is that when you and that's like where you're no like we have mammary there's like a mammary gland in there but it will grow when there's like a estrogen surge or maybe like a prolactin surge they're not sure exactly the mechanism but they know like how to stop it that's for like guys on like uh trt or who take steroids and stuff that's like something they worry about so i would imagine with a pill that you could take every day that makes you sterile mm-hmm Either one, you can't turn it back on, or it creates all these other issues. I think absolutely with pharmaceuticals, like everything you do, like every action has a reaction. Sure. You can't like mess with the body without having something else go wrong. Uh, <clears throat> so my next Facebook post that I saved Uh-oh. is... I need feminism because a man in a room full of women is ecstatic. A woman in a room full of men is terrified. That's your problem. Like, why are why are you? <laughs> what? Is, I don't know. I'm just saying shit. Oh, like, it's not your problem. So that's your problem. Well, but you know, some these women, are actually like women's feelings. Yeah, I hope. Like I said, I think it's just the spectrum of of the goods and the bads in their life are small as far as like. A spectrum of what I don't mean I should say scale right if you have a f- empty gas tank you have a full gas tank right sure. they're operating in this tiny little range in the middle where it's like it's not ever been that good it's not ever been that bad and sometimes I think the bad makes the good more good I, I, or gooder I think that's one narrow aspect and I think yeah maybe if you're a, a, a woman in a room full of men maybe you do feel uncomfortable there's a lot of men, by the way, that in a room full of women would feel very uncomfortable, but that's just a, a small portion of it, right? There's other, you know, scenarios in life where being a woman is is very advantageous. For example, we were talking about dating last week. If you're online dating, you're going to get a ton of matches. You're never going to feel isolated or lonely you're always going to feel wanted now maybe it's not the type of attention that you necessarily want right it's all from got like you know it's not like, the oh, top I don't like 20 percent of guys you know, this guy's right? got a unibrow or this guy's missing his bottom lip or some weird fucking shit this like guy that. has a beer belly whatever yeah or these guys are you know sending me these goofy pickup lines but a lot of that is because they're so isolated from a lack of attention that they they don't know how to pick up chicks you know maybe they're just What's that? What is it? In 
is that an incel or something? Incel, yeah. Yeah. What does that stand for? Involuntary celibate? Involuntarily celibate. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I like, mean, I feel for those guys. But yeah, I mean, there's that aspect of being a woman, which I've, I've never could be uncomfortable. But. In my life, been terrified just because I was in a room full of men, right? Like, like what? What room? How was this person raised? Like, why are you terrified of men? Like, why do we view men this way? Right? Because they're not terrifying. Is it at, a, at a room at work, or is it at a room in like a fucking in a house in a bad neighborhood? Like, I mean, there's just no context. Is it Piper Perry on a couch? With <sighs> never mind. <laughs> it's a picture I saw one time. It's not relevant. <clears throat> no, it's not. She wasn't terrified. Sun's going down. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so. All right. Uh, next thing. Uh, there's a friend that I have on Facebook, and they bought their one-year-old daughter uh, the book uh, Big Dreams about RuPaul. Oh. I didn't even know that was a thing. I was a little bit shocked. I'm like, all right, I have to research this and see why RuPaul is a book. (laughs) And, like, where exactly are you going with this book and what are you trying to teach children? Um, So I I checked Amazon and got to read, like, the first, like, five pages or whatever they let you do. And it really was about making little boys understand that it's okay to dress like women. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not the direction I would go. I, but So you have your dreams, like big dreams, right? So I it's I think it's just something that I don't grasp well. Like teaching your 1, 2, 3-year-old child that like even though and and that's like a societal norm thing, right? Like yeah. being female, being male, and what we like attribute to that. And it's teaching them that it's it's okay to go beyond that. And <clears throat> I feel like for agility reasons, bringing certs <laughs> to men might not be a bad thing, like a kilt type situation. It you would, know, you, to like to like make it a more of a. F- also, there's an airflow. Uh, case that you could make for this. And that would be amazing, right? Yeah. Skirts and dresses are amazing when it's hot out. It, you guys should partake. I, I'm, not, that. I'm not I'm not that much of a trailblazer. Awesome. I don't know that I could bring it back, but I just think that that would be okay. Have you wore jeans without underwear? Yes, but then my... what? It, it rubs parts of my... You need better area. jeans, bro. I guess. You just need better jeans. Well, I'm, I'm not going to stop buying anything but like $20 no. holes jeans. I'm going to hook you up one of these days. When... <laughs> I seriously don't have a single pair of jeans that I would go commando in. What? From no. the buckle? Yeah, no. No, they're great. Like, I mean, like leggings. It's like you, somebody turned AC on. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, no. But then you have to wash them more. I just feel weird if I don't wash them immediately <laughs> yeah. after. Because that ball sweat. It's got, well, it's got what, smegma whatever's all going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and how much is too much? We were going to talk about that, right? <laughs> Wasn't that one of the questions? Wait, how much is too much what? Go, can you can we go to that one? Oh, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, no, keep talking. No, like my, I don't know. The, to go back to the one that you said, 
if if people like when people become adults, if they want to do those things, that's fine. But I think if you like teach kids about it now, you're it's almost like a power of suggestion thing. Like there's this whole I like because I listen to Joe Rogan, they're always talking about psych- psychedelics. So they talk about like people down in the South America and they do ayahuasca together. Well, everyone sees the same thing. Are they actually seeing the same thing? Or when they hear the first motherfucker say something, are they in a state of mind that they're suggestible enough that they see it, right? Right. Which is, I mean, that's beside the point. But I'm just saying, like, in a kid, kids are so impressionable. Like, I would argue that everything that's fucked up about me was done before I was five. Because it was two people that were just, you know, trying to, like, figure it out. They weren't reading about it, like, making a kid okay. And I, I think from my perspective, like, instead of teaching my children the whole RuPaul perspective, I would just love to teach them that they don't need to be, like, contained by gender roles. Just because you're a girl doesn't mean that you don't have mechanical ability and you can't go work on cars or you can't go do, like, badass stuff. For sure. <clears throat> like, I definitely, and they know that, obviously, by now. But well, they've been watching you do that stuff, right? Something that I want them to know, but, like, as for going, like, that far, like, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And I, I don't know why. Is it society? Like, <clears throat> And that was one thing, like, I think because of what, you know, my reality pushed on me was, like, when Eleanor would say something crazy or, like, want to do something crazy, I'd be like, no, don't. Like, that's, don't do that. But it's like. Oh, now, like, she's at that age where you just told her not to do something. So she can be like, and touch that thing <laughs> yeah. again, you know? <laughs> right. So it's sure. like, just let her, she's just a kid. She's fucking around. You know, it's like, when they're kids, let them do whatever they want. If their favorite, like, her favorite color for a while was, like, green or blue or something. Mm-hmm. She didn't want fucking pink shit. I'm like, that's fine. Like, yeah. I love the color green. She probably likes it because I do. I, like, it's I not guess her fucking fault. I don't feel like I need to steer my kids in any particular direction. But, you know, maybe that book was written because he thinks society steers, you know, men to wear jeans and women to wear skirts or something. I I guess I've never thought of that as a big deal, but to some people, apparently that's that's a big deal for them. Well, I, I think I totally agree, like, along the lines of, like, how boys are raised, right? It's like... <clears throat> suck it up cupcake like you don't get to cry you don't have emotions you need to be strong like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i get that perspective of it because i I think boys at least my brothers like and even i was raised that way right you're like suck it up like you don't get to cry yeah uh but at the same time you know when if you're a boy and you grow up and you don't suck it up i feel like your life is 10 times harder you need I feel like society, and maybe this is just a perception, but I feel like society doesn't have a lot of tolerance for weak boys. No, I I absolutely agree because, like, right now, if I was not married and I was dating and, like, there was some guy that, like, just cried because of, like, you know, the flowers are amazing or whatever, I'd be like, all right, you're a bitch. Like, we're not doing this. Right. Because I think, really, when it comes down to it, me as a female, like, I want a male that... Not that I need it, but I want a male that can protect me, Sure. right? Like, we want that role. We want that strong male that is going to take care of us, whether or not we can take care of ourselves. For sure. Right? 
And I think that goes back to the biological thing, like probably kind of like imprinted on our right. DNA because that's what you needed back then, like to survive when it was literally like you need to kill some shit and bring it back to camp. <laughs> Otherwise, we're all going to die. Sure. So, so I want the biggest fucking Jocko Willink looking one. Right. <laughs> that can fucking – it looks like his head fits in a Spartan helmet. <laughs> so do we tell boys to suck it up because we're just horrible people or do we tell them to suck it up because – it's a good baiting strategy if you're a man, if you grow up to be a man who doesn't make excuses, doesn't cry, goes out and gets shit done. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's my question. I mean, it's kind of – yeah, it's – one thing I noticed with my kid is like – or going back to that. If if a kid cries when they're young, like the, the, the group just eats them up, kind of like dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Especially a group of boys. They're like, oh, that kid. And he's – like we're all like not sure what the hell we are yet, so – we know we can we're better than that. <laughs> right. So let's just all make fun of that and maybe nobody'll make fun of me. Like I just noticed the other day, like I have a list when I talk, let's make fun of this kid that cries, he's a bitch. You know, whatever. <laughs> like I think that's what sure. happens. Sure. But with my kid, I start to notice like we'll be going up this like we'll go and go for a walk and then we're going up the stairs. She's like, My legs hurt and I'm like I'm thinking like I kind of want to make her go up the stairs like five times because I don't think she actually knows what the fuck her legs hurting feels like. Right. No, I She's get never it. done repetitious exercise. She's never had to walk anywhere right. for survival or whatever. And I don't want to do that and just be like, well, we were doing like drill sergeant stuff at dad's house. <laughs> but I, like, I, I do that to my kids. You know, I think if I had boys, I'd probably be harder on them. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's true. But like my girls, we were just on vacation and we did a four and a half mile hike. Half of it was going uphill and they didn't want to do it. But I pushed them to do it because, you know, you should push yourself sometimes. Everybody should have to push themselves from time to time. I think it's good for you. And and that's like when we learn as human beings, right, is through struggle. Like my my oldest daughter, Lily, love the kid. (laughs) So... Every day for band, she would forget her clarinet, right? Every day. <laughs> and every day I'm at work and I'm like texting my mom. I'm like, can you take Lily her clarinet, please? Because she forgot it, right? And then finally I'm like, nope, sorry. She just just makes noises stood, with stood your mouth. band without it. <laughs> Grandma is not bringing you your clarinet. You know what? She After never forgot it. Again. Three days of not having her clarinet, she remembered it every single time. Yeah, like that's badass. That's, because I've heard that. how we learn is through, like, Because either they train you. Not that that is adversity, but it is. No, but, kid. like, they either train you to be the clarinet bringer or they're like, this fucking sucks. And <laughs> yeah. then they, like, they remember it. I thought for yeah. a second you were going to say she was training me that she didn't want to be in band anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck no. that clarinet. You're like, come to find out we both lost and now she's <laughs> not in band at all. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So uh, getting back sort of on topic. Oh, and Justin, you're a piece of shit for not treating your daughters as hard as you would treat boys. And that's that's (laughs) just junk. No, I can live with you calling me a piece of shit. If you said, hey, man, you're a good friend, that makes me uncomfortable. Okay. (laughs) Compliments are not good. I don't want that. He is the last person that I will – that I well, I compliment him anyway, but he hates it. He gets so squeamish. Let's move on because I feel like you're going to try to throw compliments. I'm not going to. We could psychoanalyze you. I already said you're a piece of shit. Why can't you take compliments, Justin? I don't know. From other men is the issue. I feel like – you take compliments from women? I don't try it. No. Brooke, like, try it. Oh, I, I like your hat. It's really nice. You ever see that 
No, oh. have you ever seen that emoji that's like, because Nazareth compliments me all the time. I always send her that fucking emoji where the guy's face is like, yeah. <laughs> because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like well, it. I, t- I tell her that too. Why do compliments make you uncomfortable? I don't know, because I, I don't think that they're real. Why don't you think they're real? Because don't. you don't you need, believe You that need to raise you... your self-value, I think. <laughs> Let's exactly. keep moving. No, you no, we're not going to keep moving because worth... I have this. I have the same issue. And I've been working on this for like five months. Friends. So you guys don't think you're worthy of said compliments. So said That's what it was for me. I can't say what his, he said he doesn't think they're real. So I would assume yeah, by no, it's, like it's if X it. equals Y and Y equals C, then X equals C. Yes. I think that math checks out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I mean, I said and, it. And like, not to go too deep here, but we are like, what is it that makes you feel not worthy of that compliment? Oh, I don't know. I guess it depends on what the compliment is. It just, I, I don't know. I don't like to draw attention to myself in that way. Right. Well, and I get the it. The introvert like part, an right? An introvert, yeah. like, I, I really get it. Like, I I don't really like compliments either. You're like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you look nice today. You're like, yeah. I've got a couple of canned responses that I throw out there. Like, yeah, okay, great. Right, right. <laughs> Like, you could tell me something that try, actually means try something saying, about myself. thank you. Yeah. Just try it for a while, because I did that okay. legitimately. And, but I think for me, a lot of my thing, and it was more than this, I'm sure, because I'm really fucked up. But, no, it's like <laughs> a lot of it was if I look in the mirror and I know at what level of output I'm putting through every aspect of my life. Yeah. Like I'm cruising at 20, 25% max. It's funny because I'm what looking you're saying at is sloppy... very abstract, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Like, like, no, but like I'm, I'm like, I know I'm like cruising at 20, 25% yeah. maximum output on any given day. And I'm seeing this fucking beer belly looking back at me in the mirror. And then somebody says sexy, calls me sexy. <laughs> I'm like, this bitch is fucking somebody else. That's, that's like yeah. the first thing I'm thinking. It's like, what like, do you want not, from me? It's what, not what really. Do you I don't want? think she's yeah. I just think it's like, yeah, haha, okay. But it, Let's have some more like, Girl Scout cookies. Like, uh, congratulations on your face, right? You're like, good job at like absolutely doing nothing. Because <laughs> yeah, that's I never how thought you about that. Every day. That's yeah. how I feel. Like, I'm like, you're going to compliment me. I'm on, not going like, to feel bad for you for that. Just so you know, like you just were born with an awesome fucking face. Congratulations. You're going to be complimented I'm gonna forever. People, Fuck off. Congratulations on your face. <laughs> right. But only like, when they're super ugly. Yeah. It's like my genetics. Like I have no control over oh, how I look. Oh, I'm so thankful I wasn't born with an awesome face. <laughs> which and is. like a normal size nose. Which is another topic. Oh. Oh, it must be so hard for you to everyone want to hold the door and like <laughs> help with shit. And that is the thing I came across on the internet on how attractive females are treated so much better than not attractive females. We actually make more money and actually. I like how you said we. Nice. <laughs> Fuck <Subtle>. you. <laughs> uh, we get uh, called back for interviews. <laughs> At, uh, statistically more than men. Like, so they say there's this, like, wage gap, but if you're an attractive female, you get calls back on your resume sure. with a picture, like, 55% of oh, the I time compared to, like, 40% of men, right? So, 
Dude, it, Hashtag it, wage gap. Uh, I did, and that's I'm something joking. I also looked I'm joking. Into. We're not going. Uh, we no, can. we can care. go there. That, that'll be that another. something that, that I looked into today. So the wage oh, gap. Okay. I, I was real very stats on it. interested. Like, really real stats, right? So uh, union workers like us, like, there's no wage Obviously. gap. Right? Yeah, Obviously. Yeah, it's going to be. Because they pay us all the same. Per the job, right? The discrepancy in the amount of money that we make as women comes from how much we work because more women work part-time than mm-hmm. men so we can take care of our children, right? Because that's our responsibility for the majority of the time. And then the other thing is is the occupations that we pick, like nursing, teacher, stuff like that. That That's where the difference in the money we make comes in. It's not the job per se, right? Like if you have two teachers – like, they both make the same. It's just women choose different professions than men do, and that's why we're paid less. So if you want to make as much money as a man, go be a software engineer. Typically, women, like, money is not the big driver. No, You know no, what I mean? It, and that's why they're picking. Right. It's a job that's conducive to being able to take care of your children, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's or, – or, or whatever. Like, it's the stuff you're drawn towards. Like, I can't remember – who said it that I heard say this, but a lot of times men are drawn to like things, right? Like that's like how things work or, and I'm, and I'm not saying everybody, right? This is just kind of a, by the percentages, like more than, I don't know, 70% of men are engineers versus 20, 30% of women are engineers, right? But then like in the medical field, like taking care of people, it's more along that line, but it's, you know, the men might be picking it because they are thinking back to like, if I have more money, I look more dateable, desirable, or, yeah, sure. desirable, whatever to women. Oh, and yeah. like with a woman, it's very much more aesthetically, right? I, I do have to say, like, we treasure men in the medical field. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to have a few, right? Because it makes it fun and like. They're stronger. They're stronger. That's what it is. I'm sorry. When you have men that work with you in the medical field, like in the ultrasound department or whatever, you're like, okay, well, I have this really big person that I need to move. Like, I'm so happy you're here to help me. Is this the same department you saw all the black penises? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Wait, you saw penises while doing ultrasounds? Were they on babies? Oh, no. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were actually still in vitro. Yep, no. no, I I was a vascular tech for like 10 years. Look at the veins on it. Got a lot of penal heartbeats. (laughs) Well, so there are tests that we actually do as vascular techs for erectile dysfunction. With like these tiny little blood pressure cuffs that you put on the penis, but they finally, before I got there, came to the conclusion that like when you put the blood pressure cuffs on, if it gets hard, they don't have a problem. <laughs> They're faking. <laughs> so we didn't have to do those. Yeah, anymore. obviously, <laughs> the guy's in here for ED. I fucking come in, <laughs> put the cuff on him. He fucking are you shit? <laughs> That's so funny. Why wouldn't you put that in your notes? Like the first guy should have got busted. No, I, I literally can't get it up. The thing's just fucking staring at the ceiling. That's just telling you. 
Then you got to look at the wife in that situation. You're like, all right. Oh, You're like, well, yeah, what the fuck? Just... <laughs> but back to that, like, so I ultrasounded a lot of legs, and you go from the groin to the ankle. So, like, when you're up in there, like, I mean, it's right there, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's you're not, to, you can't you're miss to m- it. Move this huge dick out of the way. Half the time. There, there was one time. Man, that's that, not my leg. <laughs> there was one time I scanned a patient that was like 550, 600 pounds. And I'm like scanning and I'm like <laughs> putting question marks on the screen and taking screenshots for the doctor because I have no idea what this mass of like oh blood flow is. And like I do it, I send it to the doctor, I get back down and he literally is like busting up fucking laughing and he was like, that was his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your balls can get fat when you get that big? I didn't know where I was. I'm like elbow deep in like fat person. And I'm like scanning his testicles. I'm like, is that a lip node? Is it a kidney? I don't fucking know. You're like, I've got a human road map on a screen next to me. (laughs) And I'm just wading through piles of shit not even knowing. And this doctor's like, oh, yeah, this is that dude's balls. Why were you up there? He so laughed at me so hard just because I'm like, question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't know what Like, what are is. these two things? <laughs> They're just balls. Uh, I, I, maybe I'm oh. rude for laughing too hard. And, and the poor kid, I'm like scanning his balls for like 20 minutes trying to figure out what it, it is. I, hidden behind all the fat on the other side, oh. he's probably <laughs> pulling on it. Yeah, that I mean, it's convenient there's, there's, ways to He's getting scans every week now. You know? <laughs> right. I mean, he was a frequent flyer. Maybe that was why. <laughs> He's like, uh, hopefully I get that one lady. You know, <laughs> she, she scans my balls. I don't think she even knows she's doing it. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was true love for sure. But what what else we got to go off of? That's the thing. These just kind of give us, like, fuel to open up and talk about, right? Like, we don't even stay on it. How do we even start that? And next thing you know, we're talking about this dude. This dude's nuts. (laughs) Poor guy. I know. Okay. So the the next thing I saved is uh, what I'm – no. Actually, we'll go with this. This is what. Not what I meant, though. What empowerment means for men is having a good education, a career with status, wealth, and political connections. What empowerment means for women is showing your breasts in public, sexting nude images, and having a Brazilian wax. For men, it's about having power in the body politic, while for women, it's exposing the body is... The politics of power. Guess which one comes with real power? So I did Probably actually see something like where there was a female <laughs> bitching about like if you don't want your nudes shared, don't take nudes. Like she was actually mad about that, and I'm like legit. Like that like you, makes sense. If you don't want yeah. your nudes shared, don't take nudes. And she was mad. She was like, no, I can take as many nudes as I want. And I'm like, but if you don't want them to make it out then just don't take them it's like a newer school thing like i don't i don't know like i had i had this one girl that was really like to just 
like I asked her to hang out a couple times. Never really ever hung out. She loved to send nude pictures of herself. I think that was her thing. That's nice. I right. mean, that's a nice job. I mean, I didn't care. I wasn't sure. with anybody at the time. I fucking deleted her off Snapchat, like, once I started dating somebody. But I was just like, hey, do you want to, like, get a beer, watch a movie this week, like, something like that? She was like, meh. Have you ever gotten a nude picture of somebody and shared it with somebody else? I'm. You've seen this person I'm talking about. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You've seen no. this. You've if, seen if, this if person you, at about five different angles. If I'm you sure. Don't think I probably still have them on my iPad. If everyone wants now, to see them, but I, I think she would like it. Like if she's listening, I she's mean, like, I think that's me. Look, if you're sharing them, she wasn't <laughs> I'm like. I'm serious. I think you should do it. She wasn't a dog. If you're sharing them with your friends, you know, otherwise you're like just making fun of yourself, right? <laughs> right. Well, so. and what she said, like, I can't remember how it exactly started, but she said something about be like, uh, I'm thinking about sending you a pic. I'm like, send away. That's like my say. That's how I say it. I'm just like send away because to me it sounds cooler than I am. So I'm just like. I can be cool yeah. when I say that. It sounds and very then, casual. Send away. <laughs> yeah, send away. I'm I'm your guy. I'll take the nudes. And yeah. then she and then she sends a couple and I was like, those are kind of hot. And she's like, I'm a this is how she responded. I'm pretty sure it's a perfect quote. I'm a girl that likes to send or likes to send pics. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And she never once asked for money. She like she probably wasn't naive either in that, you know, there there's got to be not some expectation, but there's got to be some assessment of risk that if you send a nude picture to somebody they might send it to their friends oh that's i would never happened to me actually i sent a, a pretty risky photo of myself to somebody and they shared it with somebody else and like that is an actual risk and you're like oh my god it feels like a violation Here's but the thing. I'm so like... self, I'm so self conscious about my penis that like I never send pics. <laughs> and the thing is, now that my like I don't know for the last ten years my thighs have been tattooed, so yeah. like yeah, you're gonna I be able to take a the picture penis. of my dick right. and not know that it's me, yeah. unless I like blur it out or I'm wearing pants, which I don't know how you wear pants and get a dick pic at the same time. I'm you still working pants. on it. You just have to have gray. Oh, you just fucking (laughs) shit. Oh, gray sweatpants. Yes. You need some gray sweatpants, Bradley. Yeah. Well, I was wearing gray gym shorts the other day, and I put this – I was working out, and I fucking doing curls. Like, I just, like, put my phone on it. Did you see it or no? I, I, was it on Snapchat? Cause I'm Did not you on, see it? I, I deleted my Snapchat. Okay. I, that makes I, sense. I, yeah, yes. I got way too many things that I didn't I, want. She deleted it because I kind of recommended that, I think. That's not true. <laughs> but anyway, so, no, so I take this, I can't, like, you can't hold the phone and do curls, but like, I just, I'm trying to motivate people out there, right? Okay. To like, be better. Like I used to, yeah, whatever. So anyway, I set my phone like on a pair of dumbbells and it's kind of like, I mean, a dumbbell rack has got an angle to it, Mm -hmm. but like, I kind of like set it there and it's like on the selfie camera and I go back to where my curl, like I can see my arms in that. So I like take this video and I just like throw it on my Snapchat story because I'm like looking real vascular or whatever. I'm curling fifties. Like, I don't know. I feel pretty strong about that. And, uh, this girl that I know, like, sends me a message and, and is like, Brad, you can't be sent, like, putting videos of your, of your dick online or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's, I'm like, I talk to, like, a couple people on Snapchat. Like, yeah, maybe more people view it. Like, probably, like, 30 or 50 friends. Like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when somebody screenshots something, you get a fucking alert. But it wasn't to put my dick out there. Did you get any screenshots on that one? 
I deleted it once they had the oh, issue okay. with it. I was not trying to. It'd like, be funny if there uh, there was like a guy that screenshotted it. If anything, with how big I am while I'm working out, my dick is gonna look small. Like that is not would not be like a look that I'm trying to achieve. <laughs> you screenshotted it. <laughs> you fuck. No, no, he's just saying that bigger men look like they have smaller penises because they're big guys. Well, it's a curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. No. no. Uh, anyway, so on to the, the next wonderful thing I screenshotted from Facebook. Cause it better not be a picture of my crotch working out. I swear <laughs> to God, you said you deleted Snapchat. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a whole entire video. I think I have it saved somewhere. I'll let you guys be the judge after the podcast. I think okay. I did save it. Uh, I think so, I sent it to my dad. You sent it to your dad? I'm trying to get the bitch to start working out. I want like, him to Dad, be healthier. Here's my dick flopping in but my gray I sent it to my brother, too, and he didn't say shit. My brother would be the first person to be like, dude, are you trying to get your dick? Are you, like, trying to show off your dick? Every, every, the thing is, every dude is going to look at the veins and shit of my arm, yeah. not of my cock. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. I, I, I've never been so vascular that through underwear and a pair of shorts you could see the, the, the veins in my cock. I swear to God. You can't even see the veins in my legs if I have shorts. It was so vascular, there was a heroin needle sticking out of it. <laughs> like, what I have going through my head right now should no, like, not I even know. happen. I'll let your husband oh. look at it while you continue to read the next one. <laughs> All right. So, uh, faking orgasms, which up to 80% of women say they do, is a good example of how the belief that men are owed <laughs> nurturing Emotional protection and niceness from women plays out in intimate ways. Okay, I have. I'm sorry. I'm looking through my phone. That was my fault. I was laughing. I took a picture of a shit today that I was going to send to you. It was so brutal. Because this is a new thing. Like you take pictures of your shits and send. No, I almost never do it because I don't want them back. I always take pictures of my shits. I don't know what it is, but I don't like getting pictures of other people's shits. Right, but I've told you, you don't send them to me. We finally hit that line where, like, you're like, okay, I appreciate where you're at, and you you don't send well, them to me. I feel like this but is going to reignite me. But I knew if I sent you one, it would have re-exactly. That's why I like I just like it when it the water doesn't cover it up, because that means there's just a lot there. <laughs> it's an island of shit, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I get that. it. Okay, but it's so, weird how, like, proud of it you so, are. That's so that the weird part. that is not something I've ever done in my life. I've never taken a shit and taken a picture of not it. Not even for a I doctor. had a girl tell me today, this is never. funny that we're talking about this, that she likes sending pictures of her shit to other people. Go back to the topic that you were reading I, about. I do Let's want to talk about poop. that. Oh, okay. So I'll read it again. Yeah, just, read it again. Uh, so we get on that again. Faking orgasms, which up to 80% of women say they do. Hit play on it. It's a good example of how the belief that men are owed nurturing, emotional protection, and niceness to her. from women plays out in intimate ways. Okay, I, I, I just want to start off with this. Here, I'll I have, let you read it. Just I have faked no, orgasm. Do you, you want me to read this again? Faked orgasm? You faked have an faked orgasm. an orgasm? Yes, I faked an orgasm okay. before. Thank you very Hold much. Hold the fuck on. How did you do that? I don't know. I just, like, squeezed my butt muscle a bunch of times, and, you're like, and it oh, made it jump a little bit, and I made some noises with my mouth. But I feel like a lot of women just lay there during sex. So are these women that are complaining about not having orgasms, are they taking any control in the bedroom, or are they just laying there? Yeah, I mean, I've had a couple that just... Well, I feel like the majority of the time when I'm having sex, 
I'm doing a lot of the work, almost all the work usually. Yeah. And they're just, you know, either laying there or whatever. They're on all fours. <laughs> I mean, we can go through the different positions. They're, but They're handcuffed with a fucking, with a, a handkerchief, handkerchief in their mouth or whatever so, you do. Yeah. So that the neighbors don't know that this girl's against, they're against her will. With the women I do it, I usually put an apple in there. But anyways. <laughs> no, but I don't know. You're right. I've said it on here before. It's like if they would just tell you what the fuck to do, which you would that, do it, wouldn't first, you? Yeah, you would do it. But why don't they do what feels good to them? Why don't they ever take – But you wouldn't know? you also do it to the best of your ability? Like Absolutely. doesn't it feel better? Absolutely. Like don't you come way harder if you know you've made the girl come? I always ask. I do like a little checklist after after the fact. <laughs> after after? Be before. If you have to do it after, I think you're wrong. I think you, well, I think I you mean, already I'm know. I'm assuming there's going to be another time, you know. Not if they didn't or actually exactly. come, there might not. Like, well, if maybe you can not. make her come the first time, then there's definitely going to be right. another I mean, time. You know, right? there's obviously uh, conversations. Let's just let's just say there's open communication. And that's and that's how yeah, everybody should be. Open communication is super important. Open open communication. Like I think even in my relationships, I struggled with that. Like my sex life wasn't all that spectacular all the time, but like it it took me feeling comfortable with that person until I spoke up, until I was like, all right, this is what you need to do, right? Because yeah. it was, but I, I, I Grow think like me. four inches of cock. <laughs> <laughs> Extra. Turn it up, if we yeah. remember from the last episode. And, and I think, like, me needing to be comfortable with somebody, I don't want, like, a man to feel like he's, like, not doing well or not performing well enough or there's something yeah, that, that he's doing wrong so his self-esteem issues that he has going on at the time like certainly plays a role in like at what point you can bring up um well like don't do it that way please do it this way kind of thing right sure yeah i think like maybe a handful of years ago i'd have been like that like don't like, yeah, work up to the fact that I'm not making you come, right? <laughs> right. But which, I would, which should I be would say blatantly fucking obvious because I've never faked it in my life. Like, if we're doing this, I'm not fucking faking it. Yeah, like, but like – Can ahead. you do this? Can you just say, hold up, motherfucker, lay down, I'm going to make myself come? And, and, yeah, absolutely, that would work. Because uh, – no, I feel like you would get almost no friction on that. That is, yeah, no, that no, is no. my like girl would get no friction on that. I'm sure every dude would be like, "Fuck yeah, I love it, <laughs> okay. I love it." Eyes are wide like a little kid that doesn't even yeah. know what's going on. My, my favorite position is with her on top, taking charge. I, I I love that position. So, number one, I I like it, and number two, if you can make yourself orgasm that way, that's perfect. And then maybe you could learn from the way that she did it, like kind of taking note. You know, it's okay if she yeah, would if she tell you exactly back, what to do. Forward. But at the same time, if you can, if you can watch, like, hey, I gotta take this pump out of service. Can I yeah. see how you do it, sure. and then I'll do it. Right. It's see, like, that makes sense, right? Like, that's how we learn, right? Yeah. Like it, I don't know. She a, was using two fingers, and she was. Uh, first flicking it to the right and then uh, to the left and then to the right 
And then it seemed like her fingers got dry, so she <laughs> used her mouth, and you know now they're not dry anymore. And then well, she went back to the right. I need to, I need to take notes on what's going No, on. I'm, I'm actually. This is way <laughs> slowing it down. I'm just getting him. This is much slower. But no, but I don't know. It's here's just, the thing that strikes me about every single one of these Facebook posts. It it always positions, you know, the person who writes it as this this person where they're they're helpless in all this stuff. Somebody is doing all these things to me when it's like. Okay, but you can take control of each one of these situations. Oh, um, women are always looked at as powerful if they're beautiful and all this other stuff. Okay, so take control and, you know, work your way up in a company. Like, I'm invested in a company that's run by a woman, and I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Is she super hot? No, she's not super hot. There's nothing, you know, spectacular about her just by looking at her, but she's obviously very uh, a very capable person. Yeah, she she ignored all that stuff, you know. Right. And but it, but I think it goes back to in a sexual sense, it always goes back to you said it at the beginning of it was communication. Yeah. It's it's so pivotal for sure. Like I know we were, you were kind of saying it as a joke or, or we were joking around when you're like asking after, but no, you always want to ask th- throughout, right? So, like, so. hey, is the the one thing I would say I get in trouble with most time in a sexual encounter is like, is this okay? And then is this yes. okay? And, and then all of a sudden, I already just... know, like at my stature, I this is gonna sound fucked up. I can do whatever I want. If I were a fucking piece of shit, like some yeah, type if you of were like a rapist, like a rapist, really, I can do what I want. Right. But I want you to be okay with it, so that you don't think you have to go with this. And every okay. time you ask if it's okay, depending on the way that you do it, I feel you're like perceived as a little you're bitch, blowing a like. desert yes. breeze well, through yeah, the vagina, yeah. and exactly. it's getting drier and drier. <laughs> but like, if there is a girl naked in your bed, please don't ask us if it's okay ever. Like, it's Fair. obviously okay. But there are people that would probably disagree with that assessment. It'll be like, you know, they're, they're probably shouting. He's probably okay, right. so that's when you are a empowered no, but, 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 but if they would go with it. And you say, stop, I'm done. Like, but isn't there right? the potential like, they would go with it in the moment and then, like, fucking open a subreddit, Brad Kaiser's a piece of shit? Here's what I like, do. And, and that's, that's, the, that's what pisses so me off So I was in his bed butt-ass naked. Every and time. And he started doing this. Why don't I females don't speak up? Why don't we speak up about not having orgasms? Why don't we speak up when we're in an uncomfortable situation? Why don't we speak up when we're done? Like, yeah. And why do we blame men for the fact that we're incapable of speaking up? Because there is like, a percentage that would that would continue right with the the thing they didn't like. There right. is. There. Those are hideous sure. human beings. There. Right. There's hideous. There's fucked up people, obviously, in this planet. But most men are gonna be like, oh, I. They're gonna stop. Like if if yes. they if you're not saying anything and you're just you know. But I mean, I, like you I've said, been with women go that with. have a fucking rape fantasy that are like, I want you to go hard, basically. And <laughs> okay, so does stop mean stop or is stop part of the? You stop know, means go. I think you gotta have. I think you gotta have like a word. I at and that's that point. And I always do that. I always do. Let's do a safe word because Sunflower. sometimes no pineapple. You know. That's weird, because mine is always pineapple. Are you, re- are you reading my DM? What are you doing? Are you looking at his screen? Are what you the on fuck? my internet? I mean, we're just, we're introverts, and we're that in tune. Wait, what? hold on. What's your emblem again? INTJ? Yeah. I'm an INFJ. 
That's the rarest one. INTJ is the second rarest one, but it's the rarest amongst women. Oh, you guys have this first and second rarest one. Yeah, you probably have like a I have the one, one that makes me best friends with both of you fucking weirdos. That's the one I fucking have. ENTP. And you're welcome. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love you guys. Justin, yeah, don't it, take it weird. You know, uh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> it, it's. <laughs> no, that was good. That's what I needed. I know. <laughs> I don't know why she's. I don't know why she's laughing so hard. Degraded in the bedroom. That's what I'm picturing. Like Justin, like like you're such a piece of shit. Honestly, we got to stop with the piece of shit because you already can't take a compliment. You can't take a compliment. So that's like those are the people you degrade. Like fuck me harder, you piece of shit. It seems. I don't know. It it seems almost universal. No, I mean, sorry. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. What's universal? It seems almost universal that women want to be dominated in the bedroom. That's not true. Almost. It seems like it. I mean, it's. I don't know. It's the women that I talk to. It, it's. It's so common. It, it. I just expect it at this point. Sure. But. You know, when you get to the issue of consent, in the first fucking, then. Uh, at the. And I get that. Like, there, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of women that want to be dominated, especially in this society, right? Like, uh, we've taken so much more of the roles, like working, providing income, taking care of the kids' house, like all of that thing. And it's nice to have somebody to take control of something when you're in control of everything, especially if you're dating single moms. Well, and what could you take control of more than, like, somebody taking control of your orgasms or a part of your body, right? So right. it's Yeah. To me, it's just lazy. It's laziness. <laughs> Basic That's laziness. So fucked up. So I don't want to have to do anything. Just take like, control of me while I lay there. Yeah. Tie me up. Do all this stuff. Now I don't even have to worry about moving because I can't. All right. So when are we doing this next? Are we doing this next week? To Are you going to tell us about why they're so lazy? Yeah, we need or, to no. I don't. I don't want to be married. That. that that was that was kind of mean. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that doesn't be the last thing they hear. I just. Do you have anything else to add as far as like, um, I, dude? I suck at this. Apparently, I just <laughs> killed the whole room. Everyone's <laughs> staring at me. I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I had too many of these natural light seltzers, the which, Catalina lime mixture, pow! which are amazing, by the way. Uh, there is a new seltzer out there. It's called Mighty Swell, and they sell it at Meyer. They make it with, like, seltzer and real fruit juice. Shit is amazing. Is that a play on surfing? I Mighty think it's actually a play uh, on a job that she used to have. Or, like, teeny <laughs> size. Yes. The Mighty Swell you got going on there. <laughs> I thought it was about a big wave, but uh, all right. I don't want to be the last person to say something. So if you guys don't have anything, everyone say good night. I have to okay. go tinkle. Yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Good night, yeah. everybody. Wait. Good night. See ya.